Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today, our guest is Shane Riffle. Shane is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus. Oh, it's so great to be here. It's a sunny day. It's a bit chilly, but uh, gosh, I look forward to this day of the month where I get to join you guys. Not quite in studio, but I I can see your faces on the computer screen. And that's good. It's nice to see your smiling face. (laughs) Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me. Well, Shane, uh, let's get right to it. uh, What's happening at the Y these days? What do we need to know about? Yeah, well, I'll say it again. We, We are open. There are definitely some restrictions, um, but we're glad to be open. And um, it seems like some of those more traditional members are starting to trickle back. I, I, I know the COVID rates are dropping in the county, and I think people are feeling a little bit more safe about coming in. So that is just that's a blessing every day to, to see people who we may not have seen in you know seven, eight, nine, almost a year now. Yeah. It's been yeah. seems like forever, but that's awesome. Um, yeah, so we're just happy to have people back. We're, we've got big plans. Um, last month, we talked about our new leadership structure with Joanna and Jess, and they have just hit the ground running and new programs, new ways of doing business. Every time I walk by their office, there's something new going on. So um, what we're doing behind the scenes is really building towards um, an even better future for our why and hopefully for the community with uh, collaborations and partnerships, which I'll talk a little bit about later. So it is really, really good, really optimistic, and I'm ready to, to move forward. Excellent. So uh, just remind us, what is all open at the Y as we speak? So the current mandates, and yeah, I'd really encourage folks to, if they have questions, they're all available online and we have them posted here. Um, but we've been really careful about making sure that we do adhere to the guidelines and we're do- doing everything with safety first. But currently it's a 25% facility capacity or a max of 150. So we can either have one or the other, um, which really is, is about 150 people we can have in the facility at one time. But other than that, really everything's open, um, just a little bit restricted. For instance, the pool and the lap lanes, um, folks are able to come in and swim. We've set up a process where people can reserve times online. Um, we're doing water exercise classes again, which are, you can sign up for the class. Um, really, everything has to be done by reservation. So that's the key thing. I would encourage folks to go to our website and log on to that reservation. Uh, click on the reservation button and you can choose you know, what area you want to use, whether it's a fitness class or a group exercise class or the gym or whatnot, and make your reservation there. But there are spaces available. Um, and then programs are opening up. We just started a new league of Y basketball. Um, swim lessons are starting up. Obviously, with uh, you know safety and COVID restrictions um, all taken into account, and I guess that's really the, the major things. Is come on back into the Y. We do have space. We've actually got a membership special that we extended uh, for last month at the beginning of the year. We discounted the um, adult membership. So if you pay for the full year, it's typically about six hundred and sixty-six dollars. And we discounted that down to $599 with no joining fees. That saves over $110. And then the other membership categories, if you do join for the year, will um, reduce that rate by about 10%. And I always like to mention that, you know, if that 
you know, is is kind of out of your price range and, and will put you into a pinch. We do have financial assistance and it's, you know, income based, family sized. And we just reworked through our process on that just to make sure that there are no barriers. So someone's just got to walk in. They can look at our scale and say, here's where I fit on that scale and sign up right then at that point. We do ask for some documents to, you know, just validate what, what they say. And you just got to bring that back within a week. So you can come in, pick your point, join, and then um, bring in the, the supporting document um, a bit later. But we always say that, you know, the why is for everyone and money shouldn't be a barrier. So, you know, beyond that, if there's some kind of extenuating circumstance, medical bills, medical issues, family situation, job, um, just let us know. We we will work with almost anyone um, and just we want people to belong at the Y. Mm-hmm. Hey, Shane, you mentioned a little bit ago about the 150 capacity. Does that include your staff or is this just out in the facility itself to exercise and that kind of thing? That does include staff. It includes our daycare. Okay. Uh, but the traffic right now, we haven't topped out at that 150 oh, number. Okay. okay. So it's. Yeah. If folks want to come in, we do have space in the weight rooms and the cardio room, even the on-site fitness classes. Typically, it's not that difficult to get in um, here on site. And uh, for instance, Studio One, there's about four or five people that can actually show up for a class and participate. But we do have more and more people that are taking it virtually and online. And our instructors are just fantastic. I People just want to see their instructor and their yeah, friends. Absolutely. Uh, Shane, I know uh, we talked over the course of last year about a campaign to uh, help rebuild the Y because of the water damage. How's that going, and where where are we with that? Yeah, it's about wrapped up. We we treated that as part of our fall fundraising campaign. Wow! And I'll say that we raised more money this fall than we ever have. People just rallied around the why, um, all of the challenges and adversities that we face throughout the year, like so many other business. And, you know, we talk about it so often how generous this community is and how willing they are to give of their time, um, give financially, and even just that show of support and care and that pat on the back. You know, you get that all throughout the community. So mm-hmm. we did really great with that. Um, our goal was about $150,000. That was what we just said as a benchmark, what the, all of the repairs would have cost um, when we were getting some quotes. And we actually raised about $56,000 out of that. Wow. So if anyone comes into the Y, you know, I'd love to show them that we've replaced all the ceiling tiles. All of the water damage has been, um, well, most of the water damage has been repaired. The What I wanted to point out was that there's one area that has just grown into a problem. In the Studio One, the water that got on that gym floor, it's it buckled just the far end of it initially. But it's it's warped more and it continues to spread amazingly. Oh. Hmm. So I think we're going to have to at some point pull that floor out and put in some kind of um, temporary floor, hopefully for the next two years. Mm-hmm. You know, Hopefully in two years we're going to be doing something really special with this Y. But, so that's kind of our plan is to get some quotes and, and look at maybe pulling out that floor. So that would be really the last piece of it. Um, so I just, yeah, I wanted to circle back and say thank you to all the businesses that donated to that. There were so many. I, I think it would take more than 15 minutes to mention them <laughs> on air if I listed them. But that was gives you such a warm feeling that people care and want to support you. Absolutely. So thank you to everyone who did donate. That's really cool. 
Yeah. So uh, how about any new programs, any new options that are being added uh, at this time? That's been a focus for us. We know that COVID's changed the landscape for fitness centers, for rec programs and organizations. So, you know, we want to offer more and we want to bring more people into our, you know, YMCA umbrella, whether it's here at the facility, but we can get people involved out at camp. We just received today the signed document with the city of Brainerd that we're going to be providing the youth recreation sports uh, for the city of Brainerd this summer. So T-ball, right. kickball, um, youth, you know, the, the young kids, recreational soccer, and hoping to partner with uh, LASA um, on that type of program. But we're really excited. And then Community Ed is going to be taking over uh, more of the competitive uh, youth sports, the, the baseball and whatnot, and a few other ones. So we're glad to be work- working with Community Ed in the city of Brainerd. And we're going to try and grow this thing and, you know, get more kids involved, expand the programs, have more opportunities. So, yeah, that's been great. Also, um, I mentioned last month that we've been talking with the Gull Lake Sailing School. So we're going to be running some sailing camps out of Camp Fanatic this summer. But we're actually going to... We're going to transport the kids over to the Gull Lake Sailing Center. And with their, you know, expert staff, we're going to run full week sailing um, camps Jess is talking about doing horseback riding camps. So we're getting into more these high adventure specialized type camps. So look for more of those. Whereas, you know, Camp Vanastic is going to be that core camp experience. We're also going to start specializing in some of these high adventure type activities. So really glad to be working with the Gull Lake Sailing School. And next month, um, I've asked Mary Jetland, who's on their board, to join me. And we'd like to maybe share some more information about some of our ideas into the future. So, yeah, lots, lots coming our way. There's going to be lots of things for kids and families to do this summer. And, you know, that's been a priority for us. On top of the, you know, traditional, the swim lesson and safety around water group fitness, we want to do more, want to be more involved. So um, through partnerships and collaborations, we're really working on helping our community uh, live healthier and get engaged. Awesome. Um, I know partnerships has uh, been huge, uh, and you continue to develop those. And uh, I know, uh, are you also, uh, did I hear, partnering with the JCs uh, coming up here real soon? <laughs> yeah, um, I was speaking with um, some representatives from the JCs, uh, Tony Beezer and Kara Schaefer. And um, yesterday, they let me know that they wanted to have a meeting and talk about some kind of opportunity to get the YMCA involved. And I mentioned that, you know, I was going to be on your show today. So I asked if I mentioned that there was that possibility. Well, they kind of let the cat out of the bag, but um, they actually have named the YMCA as the key benefactor of the um, run for the lakes this summer. Yes. Yeah. So that's um, awesome. That's great. Yeah. I, I literally did a, a cartwheel into Joanna's office. And I was like, <laughs> this is incredible. So I might have to do a marathon again this Uh-oh. season. Well, that, yeah, so that cartwheel is a first really, great step for yeah. your training. <laughs> yeah, it was. And her, um, Tony's husband, Jamie, uh, they're members here at the Y. And we've gotten to be good friends. And I told him that he would be running it with me. Okay. He was like, eh. uh-huh. newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other developments in your partnership with Crowing Energized? 
Yeah, we give me just one second with the annual summit is coming up here real soon. It's Friday, March 5th. Um, it's 830 to 11. And it's a virtual event this year and it's free. And uh, what we're going to be doing throughout the day is 830 to 9. We're going to have a virtual coffee with uh, local medical professionals. Every hospital system will be represented. And they're going to talk about primarily questions about COVID, reopening, things like that. Um, Tim Huell with uh, Crow Wing County will also be there. Then we'll have a keynote speaker. Her name is Dr. Negri. And her focus is going to be on wellness, mindfulness, and meditation, um, kind of in a practical sense. And here's one of the really exciting things is, you know, we talked about that mindfulness and, and getting outside and, and exercise and how important that is to, to being healthy, both physically and mentally. And in the wintertime, it can be such a challenge, but there's so many opportunities here, you know, in central and northern Minnesota that we're actually doing a video and we're going to help folks see that you are still able to get outside and do a bunch of great things in the wintertime. So I hope folks will take a look and maybe get excited about uh, taking on some of those activities. And then um, we're excited at the summit, we're going to announce the one vegetable, one community, the vegetable winner. Uh Voting. Yeah, voting is open now. So if folks go to the Crowing Energized website, they can register for the summit. And I believe there's also a link to vote for the um, One Vegetable, One Community. And if I recall correctly, it is the vegetables this year are, I think it's lettuce, radish, uh, green bean, and onion. Mm. Oh, boy. yeah, I'm, I'd like to hear officially um, express my interest in write-in votes for Pepper. Um, I, I was the Pepper last year. Yes, you were. <laughs> I didn't win, so write-in votes for Pepper. There you have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's just a really fun thing to do to help raise awareness about eating vegetables and things that you can grow um, locally. So go to the Crowing Energize website to take a look. CrowingEnergize.org. Very good. That's it. Anything else, Shane, that we should be aware of that's happening at the Y? Yeah, just to circle back to the Run for the Lakes, um, if folks go to their website, registration's open. They're doing all of the guaranteed they're doing all of the runs are going to be there, the 5K, 10K, I believe, half marathon, full marathon. There's even a 0K. Yeah, it's my kind of race. Yeah, for folks who want to support the event but um, aren't conditioned and and race ready, so you can do that. So registration is open. It goes to a great cause. The YMCA is one of them, along with um, several other uh, local charities and nonprofits. So we're going to be putting together a group that does the run and then raising awareness. So go check out their website as well. I I, I really am excited. Um, I haven't done a real running race, I think, in several years. The last marathon I did was the Myrtle Beach Marathon. So this has been on my list to do. So this is going to be a good incentive to, to do it this year. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll look forward to hearing more about that. I know we've already been in contact with those folks. They're going to be on Community Focus here coming up uh, first part of April. So we'll talk more awesome. about the Run for the Lakes Marathon. All right. Uh, cool. Anything else uh, on the list of happenings there at the Y? <laughs> come see us at the Y and say hello. We need to see a bunch of happy, smiling faces. So come on back. <laughs> we will do so. Shane, thank you so much for visiting with us today. Always a pleasure to have you on. You take care, and we'll talk again soon. 
Thank you. See you next month. All right. Thanks, Shane. Shane Riffle is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. Just go to our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.